Hi everyone and welcome to today's podcast which is designed to get us up to speed with current information regarding NDSS subsidy for Freestyle Libra. Our guest Marlene will be sharing her expertise and experience on navigating the NDSS subsidy for patients, what are the benefits to patients and practical tips for CDEs in this area. This podcast is sponsored by Abbott. I'd like to introduce Marlene to you now. Marlene Paik is an experienced nurse practitioner working in both public and private practice. She's been working as a diabetes educator for over 25 years and works with people with all types of diabetes. Marlene has completed a professional doctorate of nurse practitioner and her research focused on type 1 diabetes and insulin pump therapy. Marlene's interests include the use of technology to assist with diabetes self-management. She's also an active member of the Australian Diabetes Education Association, mentoring new members embarking on obtaining their initial credentialing, and she is the current secretary of the New South Wales ADEA branch and has previously held the position of New South Wales ADEA branch chair. The learning objectives for this podcast are firstly to gain further understanding of those patients who are eligible for the NDSS subsidy for Freestyle Libra, to understand the benefits for patients against subsidised access to Freestyle Libra, to understand the implications for those eligible but unaware of the NDSS subsidy, and finally to understand how to identify suitable patients check their eligibility and know how to get them started. Hi, Marlene. How are you today? Hello, Jan. I'm really well, thank you, and thank you for inviting me today. Thank you for joining us today. Um, And, Marlene, we're we're here to discuss this very relevant topic of NDSS subsidy access for those um, using the Freestyle Libra. And I understand that the NDSS subsidy for the Libra for certain patients has been available for the past year. And I'm wondering, in your experience, are eligible patients missing out because they are unaware of this? Yes, Jen. Um, There are patients that are are unaware of the subsidy that came in in March for the Libre last year. And often it's those patients that haven't seen an endocrinologist or a diabetes educator since that subsidy was introduced. And I think possibly with COVID restrictions and people not accessing healthcare providers, the same as what they were prior to COVID, um, they've not had that opportunity to have the discussion around um, the subsidy and the opportunity to learn that they may be eligible for subsidy. And also the requirements for subsidy changed last year when the Libre was added. So they don't have to meet that criteria of hypo-unawareness and have all of that evidence to submit to be eligible for subsidy for um, the Libre device. So definitely there are patients that are unaware of it. I suppose that's not surprising considering we've actually had a lot of things that have, haven't quite flowed as they should with COVID, so I, I can appreciate that. So I'm just wondering then, what can CDEs do to actually help in this situation? I think it's important that CDEs regularly have the conversation with their patients um, and patient circumstances may have changed that they may be eligible for it now and they weren't maybe 12 months ago. 
um, particularly having that discussion with patients that haven't engaged with healthcare providers, so the endocrinologist or diabetes educator, since the subsidy was introduced. And there are a lot of those patients that you know don't regularly attend um, appointments. And, you know, they, they may not be aware about the change in the subsidy or they may not be aware that they're eligible, um, that they may have access to a healthcare card to, to get access to the subsidy. Okay, so then what are the implications for patients that are being, who are unaware of their eligibility for the NDSS subsidised Libre? I think the really big implications are that patients are missing out on the benefits of the technology um, and there's a lot of evidence to show that it reduces hypoglycemia when patients are using the technology. It can increase the time in range. It helps the patients make informed decisions about their diabetes self-management. And for some people that may be struggling financially to self-fund the Libre, it means that, you know, they, they could be eligible for the subsidy and it wouldn't be financially impacting on them. So having said all that then, what are the benefits for patients who gain subsidised access to Freestyle Libre? Jan, I regularly ask my patients about the benefits that they find for um, themselves using the the Libre. And one of the very common responses that I get is that people have peace of mind. And I think that really impacts on their mental health. They have increased confidence, that reduced fear of hypoglycemia, and that they're able to make those decisions on their diabetes self-management based on the trend arrows. And I think that, that makes a big difference to someone's diabetes self-management. Is their glucose level six and sitting steady, or is it six and increasing or six and decreasing rapidly? All of those things really um, make a difference to someone's life. That makes perfect sense to me. Obviously, increased knowledge gives increased confidence, as you say. I'm just wondering which group is the large, largest in terms of the actual subsidy? Certainly for my patients, and I deal mostly with adults, um, I would be seeing patients who have healthcare um, cards or pension cards or women planning pregnancy. I do have a small group of people under the age of 21 who have access. Um, I don't see paediatric patients in my practice, but I imagine that they would also be making up um, some of the numbers of people using the Freestyle Libre through the subsidy. So how would you ensure eligible patients in the over 21 age group get access and how would you reach older patients age 55 plus, for example? I routinely ask my patients if they're using CGM or FGM technology, regardless of their age, and I discuss the benefits it will provide them. Um, and I also have the discussion about access some people don't realise that they may be eligible for a healthcare concession card. Um, I had somebody yesterday, actually, that um, didn't realise he had access. He had a healthcare card but didn't realise that, you know, that would mean he could access the technology through the subsidy. So it's important to regularly have that conversation with patients and not just assume because they may have said no once before um, that their circumstances haven't changed. Yeah, I think that's fair enough comment. Um, 
And I guess just to finish off today's discussion, what would be your top practical tips for other CDEs in terms of their practice to ensure their patients receive NDSS subsidised freestyle Libre or at least check their eligibility? For example, how to identify suitable patients, how to get them started and so on. Definitely have that conversation with their patients. Um, ask them if they're using the technology, discussing the benefits with them, the time in range, um, access to the technology, whether it's through subsidy or self-funding. But it is quite interesting when you do ask people, um, do they have a healthcare card or a pension card? The number of people that say yes and, and that they weren't aware that they could access it. So really important to have that discussion and don't just assume the circumstances 12 months ago were what they are today. Um, like I said, with the example of the patient that I had um, who had a healthcare card and didn't know that he had access. I recently had someone diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 70 and he knew about the access but he didn't think he would qualify because he was only newly diagnosed with diabetes. So again, just having those discussions on how the technology can help and how it's important for everyone. You don't have to have um, particular complications to access the technology. And having that discussion about, you know, looking at whether they're eligible for a healthcare concession card to be able to access the technology. So some people, um, it might be seeing their accountant, um, and, you know, that's how they find out that they would be eligible to access a healthcare card to assist with the cost. Well, Marlene, thank you so much for, for your um, presence with us today. And I'm sure all our listeners will find this information very useful in their daily clinical practice. And I'd also like to thank again Abbott, who have sponsored this podcast. So thank you, Marlene, for your time. Thank you, Jan, and thank you for having me. Pleasure. And I'd also like to thank uh, Abbott again for sponsoring this podcast and to thank you, the listeners, for taking the time to listen. And to obtain CPD credit for this podcast, please go to the ADEA Learning Management System at learning.adea.com.au and complete the feedback and evaluation. So until next time, thank you and goodbye.